mind if we sing a few kids' songs first? Sorry? Do you mind if we sing a few kids' songs first? All right. Children, come forward. So, do you, you guys want to sing uh, God's Not Dead? Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. Cherry doesn't know God's Not Dead. Your post has been blown away, by the way. You haven't stood behind that thing for weeks. Where first? 
Okay, you get the hard tongue twister side of the singing part. Okay, you guys got it. You guys got to do this. I've got the joy, joy, joy.
morning. Everybody say, buenos dias. I don't know the whole language. Dutch, what do you say? Good morning. Good morning. Can you try that? Good morning. 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 Anyone else? We have another one? This is fun! French, how do you say it in French? You know French. It's close to Bavaro, but it's fine. Another language that you know? Anyone else? How about this? Are oh, you going to love this one? Gracie, how do you say good morning in sign language in Spanish? Oh, yeah. It's very close. Like, buenos dias. Okay, everybody, hey, like this. Does that make sense? Or do you want me to give you an example? 
An example, let's say, uh, what kind of food do you like? It has to be Mexican. What kind of food do you like? Burritos. <laughs> <laughs> a revelation from a lovely mother. Burrito. Tacos. Tacos, yeah. Good kids. You're doing great. You're doing great. So we have we have burritos and tacos. That's that's a Come back. 
People call it religion, but we know it's not a religion. Express our relationship with our Creator. We have that opportunity. And I just want all of us to be aware of that. Like, you know, a couple couple Sundays ago, I don't know if you remember, we were we I asked the church, hey, can anybody read a couple, you know, a couple verses? And nobody said anything, and our sister Diana, she read it for us. And I know what everybody was thinking. She's not here today. Oh bummer. You know, she she said, she, she doesn't read as fast as many of you can read. And every, I know everybody's like, oh, this is going to be a long one. However, I was like, you know what? What a blessing. Like, what a blessing we have. It doesn't matter if it's read slow, fast, mid-speed, or whatever. We have the opportunity, kids. We have the opportunity. Okay, you know Jesus with freedom in this country. And I say this because I would like all of us to be aware of that, right? To be thankful for it, but also to remember our brothers and sisters in Christ in other parts of the world that are probably giving their lives to own one of these ones. So, hey, next time, if you think of something like, hey, God for his glory that we can read the Bible and learn from him. And we know that nobody's going to come and kill us because of that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah? Okay, you can go back to this. Thank you for, for your attention. And I guess that's, that's for all of us. You know, it's so easy
Father, we thank you for, for your word. Thank you for, uh, thank you for expressing yourself. Thank you for giving us the freedom, Lord, of getting to know you and, and express it. Thank you that we can own Bibles, that we can read it and understand it in our own language. Thank you for blessing us, God. And we pray for our brothers and sisters all over the world.
bunch of different people that I'm, that I'm comfortable with, that I know well. And Brother Anthony, I, I love you, but I don't really know you that well. <laughs> and I know you don't know me very well. We know each other better now. So it, was, it was a great time. Uh, the Lord put Anthony on my heart and said, call Anthony and go down there with you. And I didn't have Anthony's number, so I messaged Pastor Phil and asked for Anthony's number. He shot me his number at like 10 o'clock at night or something. And, and then uh, I was like, well, I can't message him right now. It's 10 o'clock at night. So I got up early Friday morning. I texted him. And I'm like, Lord, he's probably busy. He's probably got stuff going on. And most of the time you ask me to come do something when I'm working, I'm probably going to say no. But I messaged him, and he texted me back right away and says, yeah, yeah, I thought I should go do it. I was like, wow, this is the Lord. Okay, I guess we're going to go do this. And so we, we drove down there uh, Friday evening, and um, the guy, he's an African-American guy, and uh, the whole story, I'm going to keep it pretty short, um, he lost, him and his wife lost a baby in 2020 to COVID. Baby was like one years old, and then that brought CPS in and some some issues issues there, and they ended up losing the other two daughters that they had. They were taken away from them, and then after that, they got pregnant again last year, and then they had uh, this baby in uh, the baby uh, November 11th, and then. His wife actually passed away November 27th. So this guy, like the situation we're coming into is this guy, he was adopted, doesn't have any family, doesn't have any family in Aurora where they live. His wife passes away, gets his daughters taken away, and then his son has a genetic disease um, that has caused his heart not to develop completely and some stuff in here, and he only was he was born with only one kidney. So a kidney problem and a heart problem, they prevent the doctors from fixing what's wrong with him. So basically, they just said it's only a matter of time. So anyway, uh, we prayed, and uh, I know that uh, the guy Travis he was really encouraged, and uh, it was. Quite a situation, so I'm still keeping keeping in touch with him. And uh, yeah, so baby's name is Ezekiel. Uh, I'm pray for him really quick. That's it. All right, God, we just thank you for uh, this connection, Lord. And we just uh, we pray for Travis, Lord, that you would just uh, give him peace in his heart, Lord, that you would connect him and uh, get more people than just me to pray for him. To be a friend to him, Lord. And we just pray for precious Ezekiel, Lord, that he would come and uh, just, uh, Lord, we pray for your will in the matter, God, that we, we know, Lord, that uh, you are the healer, God, and we call to you, Lord, for healing. Lord, just uh, healing Travis's heart, God, but also healing Ezekiel's uh, precious little body, Lord, and uh, that you would just give him uh, strength and heart, Lord. Lord, just to grow a new kidney, Lord, and to help this kidney that is there to function, God, and respond to 
out that he would uh, give the, the doctors a just a conviction to stick with him more than not to give up on him. And uh, just believe you could have God and just uh, Lord, just believe you for blessing on Travis's life and Ezekiel's life and thank you for prompting me to go pray for him, Lord, and just acknowledge right now, Lord, to, to know know them, God, and know their investment situation and you will to be able to pray for them now. In Jesus' name. Unscripted, but I don't know why. I just feel like maybe this is something to share. Um, we, we were talking about Travis. You said his name is Travis, right? Travis. Travis. T-R-E-V-I-S. Travis. 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 Okay, gotcha. Um, just as we we're praying there, as I, I was praying for, I was like thinking back to last night. I was laying in bed reading a book, and my wife was listening to a message, and and she probably didn't even think I was paying much attention. Um, it's really sweet, and I, I think you're going to have to remind me of her name. You don't remember her name. So, okay, so back when we went to Thailand, we stayed in a house. And I don't know. Uh, Leone, okay. And then what's her son's name? Reese, that's right. Okay. Um, so when we went over to Thailand, we, were, we had an Airbnb reserved for a certain amount of time, and then we weren't sure exactly what we were last trip, but um, Lloyd and Mary Ellen over there said, hey, there's a house over here that a family is in their back with their son in the States, um, and he is battling cancer. So we ended up staying there for a month, I don't know, not a month, but the couple weeks that we were there, and we just, we loved it. It was a super nice place, and it was out in the country a little more, stretched us language-wise a lot, because there's not people really speak English out there. And apparently they speak very good Thai, which we felt um, but last night, they've been, they've been fighting for Reese's life here in the States. He's got cancer. He's 13 years old, I believe. And um, I just remember praying as I was mowing the yard for them and just praying. You know, I, I can't imagine what it feel like because they've lived over in the States, I mean, over in Thailand, I think 10 years, something like that. But um, the interesting part of the story is, is that as Sarada has been talking back and forth with Naomi lately again because we're thinking about staying there again, go back over here in January or February. Come to find out, we she actually came to RLCF to Bible school back in the first days of RLCF. Naomi. And I was trying to figure out, Christy, if you might know her somehow too, because it would have been, I think, about the time that you were there too. But this is really great. She was going into a mast. And I mean, the whole, it got really small all of a sudden because it was like, wait a minute. But hearing her testimony last night, talking, um, she has a really sweet voice. I don't know if she's as sweet as her voice. Uh, she's got to be really, really sweet. But her voice, just listening to her share. And what she was saying was, and I'll never say it as good as she did, but she was just saying that how the trials that God has allowed them in, he's allowed for a purpose. God allowed the disease. He's allowed cancer. He's allowed those things in life for a purpose. And she said, apparently we needed this in our family. And we needed to go through this because we needed to grow from this. And the way she was describing it, I was just about crying listening because we need to, we need to look at life that way. As we hit these trials of life, look at it and say, okay, God has a purpose. There's a reason. 
wants them to be. It's hard, it's hard for us humanly to look at that because it feels like we're out of control. But we are. And I don't know, I, I want to have that testimony. If something like that comes along in my life, I hope I can say that in the way that Naomi does. That God has this purpose, and I just want to grow in what he has for me. Amen. Make him a mighty army. 
announcements before we go into the reading of scripture this morning. We're going to do what we did the last time at communion. We're going to read through the book of Romans, Romans 1 through chapter 12. And I'm just going to randomly call on you guys. And some, I'm going to call on some of you sisters because I think this, this is a family meeting. And if you don't feel comfortable, you can just say, no, thank you. But if you do feel comfortable, then you can either stay sitting or come up here if you feel comfortable to just read the scripture. And I'm going to ask it. Nobody makes any comments. We just read the word of God. The Lord spoke strongly to me out of 1 Timothy. The Holy Spirit said to Timothy through Apostle Paul, Do not neglect the public reading of the scriptures, knowing it's the power of God. And the Lord said to me, How's that going in your fellowship? Are you exercising this together as a body? Just the public reading of the Word of God. That's where this comes from. I want to experience that together with you. But before we go there, just uh, to reaffirm Anthony's announcement, we're going to start uh, having this the book study. We're going to continue the heart of the warrior book. If you want to join us, um, I'll get some more books. Let me know. And, uh, and we're going to continue that. We're going to begin where we left off. And, and I'll post that on our uh, WhatsApp channel for you men. That'll be at 6.30 at our house. We're going to try to do it every other Wednesday night. Um, also, another announcement. Uh, Brothers Fellowship Night, like we had the last time, the last quarter. We're going to have here again on Friday evening, January 26th. And I'll post that. But I want to announce it ahead of time for you. January 26th, that's the last Friday evening of this month. We're going to have our Brothers Fellowship Night. And um, we'll see. We as a ministry team will, will lead that. And let you know how that goes. Also, on the following Sunday, the last Sunday of the month, of this month, it will be the 28th, we plan to have our team ministry interactive meeting where we as a ministry team will sit up here and we'll just talk about what the Lord is doing. We also want that to be an opportunity for any one of you, if you have questions for us, um, that you can ask us those questions. It's, it's designed to be an interactive meeting. And... If you want to stay anonymous, you can write out a question, put it into the offering box in the back here, and Brother Dave will collect that and then give them to me and we'll go through those and try to answer your questions. Um, also, next Sunday, I plan to share a bit on our Haiti trip, Michael Nye's trip to Haiti, and just kind of share with you a bit on what the Lord is doing there and how he's immersed us into that a bit. Another one is Saturday, February 3rd, the first Saturday of February, uh, the Northern Colorado Prayer Breakfast will be hosted again over here at the Embassy Suites in Loveland at the Crossroads Exit. Anyone who is interested in going, and this is for men and women alike, even teenagers, they're inviting this year, they're inviting school districts, school district six, do my actually, they're inviting a number of kids. Um, the Youth for Christ is trying to bring the teenagers in. And this year, I'll post the link to the WhatsApp. They're having a young lady, who's an um, Olympic gymnastic uh, person, gymnastics, uh, and she's going to be sharing her testimony. She had quite a, an event, a walk with the Lord. And so she'll be sharing this year. That's Saturday, February 3rd, 8 to 11 a.m. It's $50 per person. And um, so if you come as a couple or if you bring your children, it's $50 per person. 
and I already got a table of 10, but I, there are more available. So let me know wherever you want to go. I'll put your names into the registry, and that way they can make sure that they have the seating available. They serve a breakfast, and then they have a time of prayer, they have a couple testimonies, they have a local business person sharing their testimony, and then she will be the chief speaker or the main speaker sharing her testimony. Um, before we go uh, further, let's uh, celebrate our birthdays. Uh, Derek can, or Michael, can you pull that up? Sing a happy birthday to those who have a January birthday. Before we sing just a simple song, happy birthday, I want to read to you this birthday blessing. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. That means give you grace. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel and I will bless them. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. It's your birthday blessing to all of us. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 1. Everyone, do you have your Bibles? your phones. Get ready to read this word of God together. There's a song that I almost texted you, Carrie, um, that the Lord put on my heart. I was just singing all day. I don't, I don't remember who sings it, but it's um, Word God That song has been in my heart. Verse 1 through verse 8. Paul, a 
bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, who was born of a descendant of David, according to the flesh, who was declared the Son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead, according to the Spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through whom we have received Christ, an apostleship, to bring about the obedience of faith, among all the Gentiles, for his name's sake, among whom you, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ, to all who are beloved of God in Rome, called as saints, grace to you and peace. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, because your faith is being proclaimed throughout the whole world. Next one will be verse 16 through verse 25. Verse 16 through verse 25. Brother Brad. the very same things. We know that the judgment of 
those who practice such things? Do you suppose, O oh man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to be but because of your hard and impenitent heart, you are sorry on wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will render to each one according to his works, to those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality. He will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and who do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek. But glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek. Verse 11 through verse 16, Brother Hank. For there is no respect of persons with God, for as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are in law unto themselves, which show the work of the law in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing themselves, excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Chapter 3, verse 19 through 31. Chapter 3, verse 19 through 31. Lucas. Where that is. 
God, the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of uh, Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. And indeed God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith is one. Do we then nullify the law through faith? May it never be on the contrary we establish the law. Chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. Sarah. What then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. And to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. promise that he would be the help, the heir of the world, was not to Abraham, nor to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For those who are of the law are heirs. Faith is made void, and the promise made no effect. Because law brings without wrath. But where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of him we believed, God, who gives life to the dead, and calls those things which do not exist as though he did. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. 
strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted in him for righteousness. Now, it's not written for his sake only that it was imparted to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. Just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, 
And so then spread to all men because all sin. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who sinned was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many die through one man, many trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if, because one man's trespass death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification in life for all men. For us, by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So, by the one man's obedience, then the many will be made righteous. Now the law came into the in, to increase increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death. Grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 14. The end. Chapter 6, verse 1 through 14. Yeah. 
knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead in Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, died no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also in yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let no sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust therefore. Neither yield yourselves, ye your, your members, as instruments of unrighteousness into sin, but yield yourselves unto God as that are alive from the dead, and your members are instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, under law, but under grace. Verse 15 through the end of the chapter, verse 23. Jenny.
Sabbath, because upon one he had enmity against God, for he not the, the subject of the law of God, nor indeed can he. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of, spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he has raised Christ from the dead, will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. say to these things, if God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died, yes rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes who will separate us from the love of Christ, or tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake, we are being put to death all day long. <clears throat> we are considered a sheep to be slaughtered, but in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, more things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I'm going to stop there. Going into our communion service. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the 
way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's do that together. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus to proclaim your death and your resurrection. It is true and only in the heavens today but in my heart. So I come to thank you to give my life again as a living sacrifice to you alone. 